0: I got a big mouth, came out I talk to my heart, I'm real, you know what I'm saying? Whatever comes, comes. But my controversy, probably And it's not my fault, I'm trying to find my way in the world, you know? I'm trying to be somebody instead of just make money off everybody, you know what I'm saying? And so I, I go down paths that haven't been traveled before, and I usually mess up. But I learn, you know what I'm saying? I come back stronger, you know? I'm not talking ignorant, you know what I'm saying? So I obviously put thought into what I do. Your karma, everything that you do bad comes back to me. So anything that I'm doing that's bad, I'm going to have to suffer for. But in my heart, I think what I'm doing is right. You know what I mean? And I think heaven is just, when
1: you sleep, you sleep with a good conscience. You don't have nightmares. Good hell is-
0: what's going on everyone it is your girl queen queen and this is hot topics first off i want to just let you guys know that uh my allergies are kicking in so if i sound a little raspy <laughs> i am drinking uh green tea and i'm trying to get better and trying to get my allergies back in forefront uh so there that's for a little Therefore, that's the reason why I have not been uh, doing my podcast lately, but I'm going to get back on it because we got to get it. So let's just jump into some news. Kelly Price is finally speaking out about her being missing. Um... And let's get into, let me give you guys a little background of it. Kelly Price had basically had got sick and she, her family and different type of fans was very concerned because they found out that she was sick and she checked herself at the hospital, even though she was still sick dealing with COVID. And therefore she had moved out of her, uh, I want to say they said that she had moved out of her Uh, Her house at the moment and everything else. So it was a lot of speculation. Her uh, family was getting on the blogs and different news outlets and how they haven't spoken to her over months and stuff like that. And then on top of that, her husband was not. Her husband was not reporting any information on her well-being for as if she was okay. If uh, if you know, she was actually worse off. So he wasn't giving any feedback. And at the at the time. That was the only person that was close to Kelly Price that can give an update on actually what's going on behind the scenes. So let's get into Kelly Price' response of what was it
1: going I woke up some days later, a couple of days later, and the first thing I remember is the team of doctors standing around me and asking me if I knew what year it was. Wait, when you say they lost you, can you clarify what that means? I, I, I died. I died. And the next thing, it was some days later. I remember, uh, I remember waking up in ICU and the doctor asking me if I remembered what year it was. I'm sorry, not what day. If I knew what year it was, going into the hospital, I'd actually had COVID for over a week, but my conditions were progressing um, in the wrong direction from home. And um, we're jumping all the way in, so uh, I had it um my husband did not have it he was taking care of me at home um speaking with my primary care physician giving me breathing treatments um giving me my medicine um i woke up in constant communication with her and uh eventually he ended up testing positive um within a week after i got it and just prior to me going into the hospital um she could see she was seeing me every day on FaceTime and walking him through administering meds. And um, when it got to a point, my temperature had raised right to about 103 and my breathing was extremely shallow. And so um, he called the ambulance. And so I had to go to the hospital while I was discharged after being released um, on oxygen. And I, I actually just got my first clean COVID test probably exactly a week ago. So, I have what is called long COVID. Um, and I am facing a very uphill battle um, right now. So, let me cry. I have a lot of rehabbing to do. Um, I suffer a lot of internal damage. And so, I have a lot of rehabbing to do before I am able to be what I like to call concert ready again. And um, following the year I've had losing so many people. Um, I had just lost my grandmother before I was diagnosed. And um, I just need, I feel like the only way I can after being released um, on oxygen. And I, I actually just got my first clean coat
0: Okay, so basically that sums up what she was saying. She was letting everybody know that she's okay. She was, uh, well, she's not, you know, probably mentally and physically okay at the moment, but she is yet alive and she's on the road of recovering. And the reason why I want to bring this up, because it was a big debate about, should celebrities tell us what is going on with them when they're dealing with health issues or anything like that? Or do you feel like that no, that's something that should be private and it's okay for them to uh, keep you know that information from us and if something happened it happens and the reason why I said that is because it was such a big debate and it was such a like people was calling in to blogs and her family members was doing interviews talking about how they haven't heard from her and over years and stuff like that and she even explained the reason why She don't understand why her family did that because they haven't spoke to her in over years, and they know the reason why because of an altercation after the mother or the grandmother passed away. So it was kind of like you know you know how family is once someone uh, that big mama die in the family, it seemed like a lot of stuff go downhill. So she haven't even spoke to her family since then. And uh, when it comes down to the fans and stuff like that, she did make a post, but you have people that speculate and assume and spread rumors. They feel. Like that wasn't good enough. They feel like her husband put the post up there to keep him out the back. They even called in to her husband, like far as like they called the uh, police and wanted a wellness checkup. We're talking about regular people that do not personally know her uh for a fact, they just know her music. They was calling in, asking the police to do a wellness checkup because they thought something was wrong. Uh, they even called in on her husband, talking about oh, you know, he was a stalker, they didn't put up his records, talking about he he had domestic violence, so they felt like he was plotting to kill Kelly Price. It was so much speculation where he was sick. And my personal opinion on it, I feel like how she felt at the end of the day, first of all, that's my husband. You know what I'm saying? So, if if I'm sick and I am down and out and stuff like that, my first thing is not to get on social media and let social media know. Because let's just keep it real. You guys, that's not nobody's business. You see what I'm saying? Like, you going to come over there and feed me, pay my bills, and help out? You know what I'm saying? Or do you just want to know just to have something to talk about? So, I don't feel like Kelly Price was, not, uh, was wrong for not basically uh, informing the public and she was letting everybody... Speculate and spread rumors, cause a lot of people are trying to feel like she just want attention. She just want attention. She better not come out with no song or something like that. But uh my whole thing is is that everybody don't do everything for clout for you guys to go so deep into looking into her husband and feeling like that it was some type of conspiracy and stuff like that but in reality she just wanted a peace of mind and she wanted to heal in peace because she said that it was fans the reason why she moved out of her house because it was actually fans coming up to her house and uh (laughs) it was fans that was actually coming up to her house leaving stuff all on the um leaving stuff all on the what on her door whether it was flowers whether they knocking on the door trying to check on her it's a scary fact especially when i don't know people personally i don't want nobody knocking on my door especially in this day of time like you're gonna get a you're gonna get a bullet in your doggone head and i don't want to hear about i was a fan of yours no you see what i'm saying because now you're invading my privacy so if she didn't even want y'all to sit up here and know where she stayed at and come to her house and do all of that yes she moved so she can heal in peace just imagine you trying to get some Rest and you paranoid because you don't know say you on an oxygen take and you can't breathe and you got all these overwhelming calls and text messages and you know people that want to hear your voice and just see you and then after they hear your voice and see you that's it. Because ain't nobody worried about Kelly Price no more. It's crazy how when people think that something bad or tragic or you didn't die or something like that, you got people all out the woodwork trying to make sure that you good. But these same people are not checking on you when you're living here on earth. You could be at the hospital or at home. And these people are not even checking on you long as they know that you're still living and breathing. But as soon as they feel like something dramatic didn't happen, all of a sudden they want to gather around. So yeah, I understand where Kelly Price was coming from on it. It's kinda like, no, you know, like my sister and my family knew the reason why we wasn't talking from the beginning. And now her family member ain't didn't know interview since then. They don't even care. They did not checked up on Kelly since then, since she didn't came out with this report and let everybody know she was good. That goes for everybody else. Now the news is on to something else. So what are you guys opinion on that? Do you feel like that she was wrong for not informing her fans and letting the Letting the, letting the rumors and the speculation go very far and deep or do you feel like that no she should have kept it private and celebrities do have a right to keep it there per- certain things private okay <clears throat> will smith confirms that jada is not the only one who stepped out on their marriage he once had thoughts of dating holly berry on the side marriage for marriage for us can't be a prison Okay, it's no secret that Will Smith and Jada's relationship has been gossiped about for decades now. While he didn't confirm being swingers during an interview with GQ, Will shared that at one point he would have been open to having multiple women. Will says during a meeting with an uh, uh, intimates coach, he expressed that if he could have anything in the world, he wanted multiple girlfriends. And Holly uh, Berry to be exact, after researching different women that he uh, he could add to his team, he ultimately uh, decided against it. It was okay to think Holly is fine. It doesn't make me a bad person that I'm married and I think Holly is beautiful. Whereas in my mind, in my Christian upbringing, even my thoughts were sins. I realized that my thoughts were not sins and even acting on it, even acting on a thought didn't make me a piece of shit, he explained. Will went on to reference his wife entanglement with August Augustine. Some uh, some things he didn't want to speak much about. He said most people walked away thinking Jada was the only one who had a relationship outside of their marriage, which uh, he explained to GQ is not the case. Jada never believed in a controversial marriage. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's my allergies. (laughs) And for the large part of our relationship, Um, A monogamy was what we chose, not thinking of a perfect marriage. We have given each other trust and freedom. Marriage for us can't be a prison. He was saying basically marriage cannot be a prison. I don't suggest this role for anybody, but the experience that the freedoms that we give in one another and unconditional support to me is the highest definition of love. So, let's jump right on to it and explain. First of all, Will Smith did a GQ interview, and he was basically explaining about how he never did uh, believe in... He wanted to be like a multiple show. It's been said for years that Will and Jada were swingers. Everybody was saying that was the word on the street. Will and Jada swingers, Will and Jada swingers. They got this and they got that going on. So, it's not surprising that Uh, Will came out and basically confessed. I really do think that it was an ego trip that he was having because a lot of people felt... You had the women that felt bad about the situation when Jada came out and said she was messing around with August, And then you had the dude sitting over here, you know, clowning him. And I think it was like, you know, you had people on both sides and different type of people that had their mixed uh, opinions. So Will was definitely... Wanted to put it out there like, hey, she ain't the only one that was out here doing the do. I was out here doing the do, too. And uh, even by him saying, hi, Berry. I'm not trying to be funny, baby. Jada is a, let me tell you something. First of all, because for a man, I understand, you know, his ego probably was tripping. So he probably said, let me put out, let me name drop. I do feel like it was very tacky for Will to kind of like just throw Holly Berry name at her. Even if you feel like she was a beautiful woman that you wanted to talk to or mess with. I just think that that was kind of tacky just to even throw her out there and just be like, I wanted to date Holly Berry. And that's who I had my eyes on and blah, blah, this. Uh yeah, that was kind of a you know like a little dig. And then on top of that, people was wondering why did Will Smith come out and say something now? You know, like what was his point of even speaking on or saying something about that situation now and how they felt. People thought that Will and Jada was swingers for years. This is the reason why y'all need to stop putting on looking at these uh celebrity relationships and these people that's on Instagram and social media relationships talking about goals, goals, goals. You don't know what you're sitting over here dealing with. I mean, you don't know what they're dealing with behind closed doors. When a Jada sitting over here talking about the only way that they can stay together and stay married, if they date other people, if they mess around with other people and fulfill their fulfillment through other people. And I think that that is crazy and bizarre, especially when you're talking about let's stay married, but then also let's have some type of freedom. When it, when it consists of you got you a little someone on the side, I got me someone on the side. And he even admitted that she wasn't even happy when, uh, when she turned 40, like they was, married over 25 years or whatever or together for that long and she wasn't genuinely happy she was miserable so it was kind of like they had to compromise they did not want to break up because they are americans uh not gonna say american couples but hollywood couple goals but then on the inside they're like messed up like they're not dealing with each other they're just together for the publicity of it and it's kind of like they're losing their self in the whole ordeal so be mindful of that when the next time y'all looking at people relationships and be like oh my god they've been together for so long i want to be like willie jada and all this type of bs because that doesn't mean nothing like when it boiled down to it so please be mindful okay so speaking of that y'all uh Gabrielle Union says, people should be careful about who they take relationship advice from. Don't take advice from anyone about anything they haven't succeeded in. So let's listen to this clip.
1: You talked about, um, you know, Dwayne having another child. You know, you said the me I am today would not have stayed. And that would be your advice. What is it about the woman that you are today that that made you say that? the truth. Like who I am, the healing that I've fought for. The peace that I have fought for, um, I I wouldn't. Yeah. I I just wouldn't. Don't take advice from anyone doing something that, that you know about anything that they haven't succeeded at. Yeah. So if you're going to ask me, uh, a divorced woman who's had a gang of you know relationship challenges about what you should do in a relationship, you've already think.
0: Um. You know,
1: I, I could give you my coulda woulda shoulda, but at the end of the day, I didn't. Be careful when you ask when and who you ask for advice uh, about, you know, what to do in the moment. We talked about.
0: Um... Okay, so what do you guys think about that? Do you think that you should take advice for other people that have not succeeded in certain type of thing? Like, should you take relationship advice for somebody that is single or is divorced and stuff like that? And I will say I agree to a certain extent. And the reason why I kind of agree, but then also disagree. I agree because uh, that is kind of like, why should you take advice with somebody who have not succeeded in something? Like, if I'm coming to you for advice and I want to know something, then nine time out of ten, that's because you have met the standard and the goal of it. You're you're somewhere that I want to be or I want to get to. So of course, you're not gonna see uh, you're not gonna sit in the doggone classroom and want to learn how to do. Uh, let's just say hair by somebody who never even got their license to do her legally. You see what I'm saying? Or they never set up, even even took the steps to make sure that their own business is secure in some type of way. So how can I take business advice from you when you never even took? The procedures to do it for yourself so i agree on that point but then i also just disagree because at the end of the day those are the main people that you probably can learn the most from too and just like in my blog what i am unity never judge a book by its cover just because somebody look a certain type of way or they're doing something different then that doesn't mean that they can't give you no good advice for example parents parents love telling their kids what to do and give them advice or trying to make sure that they stay out the way and or go down a certain type of path why because they know where that path leads them to so they love you enough and they care about you enough to let you know like hey don't do that because this isn't that might happen or you might have to deal with this is and that. so what do a disobedient person do they're looking at their situation because for i'm gonna use my, for example my dad he's not the perfect person in the world but i never forget, he was trying to give me a, 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 teach me a lesson about life. And instead of me taking that lesson, I decided to basically use his past against him. And I'm like, well, how can you tell me this and you're this, this, and that? You never succeeded in marriage. You never succeeded in this, this, and that. So how can you tell me about doing this or being in relationship and committed and and that? And I had to weep where I saw because in reality, he was the perfect person to tell me exactly the road not the goal down but i was so blinded about him not being successful or him not tackling those issues to the point where i overlooked the fact of he was trying to help me you know say said and you know prevent me going through the same pain and the agony that he went through so uh what do you guys think about that do you do you go based on <laughs> the information or somebody successful successful uh record and stuff like that if you're looking into something or do you at the end of the day you don't care long as if you basically take people advice and if it works for you it works for you if it don't it doesn't so uh yeah what do you guys thought about it i really think it's like up and down when it comes down to me about this situation uh okay (laughs) let's get into it trick or A radio morning show in miami poor so it's canceled so you know Trick Daddy and Trina had a radio station and they basically canceled it uh they uh they at first they ended up taking Ricky Smiley off the show I guess in Miami and they gave it to Trick and uh Trickage Trick, and tr- trick and Trina and they are both rappers and they're from Miami so they gave in the radio station a lot of people is really impressed because they're saying like wow like we didn't even think that they was gonna last that long so for them to last that long was definitely I want to say they only lasted for let me see I would have to check but I want to say it was two years Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably like a year. Like, that was going on a year. And some people didn't think that that was going to last that long. But, uh, I just wanted to say, like, okay, that was, you know, the third are But then also, I want to let you guys know, like, see what I'm saying about having a certain type of status. And people think it's so easy to do radio or doing other things and other people's jobs. You do not know until you're being put in that situation. Now, remind you, Trick Katrina, let them say that the king and queen of Miami. Everybody love them. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? You have to check in when you come to uh, Miami. You can't succeed unless you go through Trick Katrina. Whoops the woo blah blah. But then when they have a radio station in their own hometown then basically the uh the station kind of failed it failed to do numbers it failed to do you know exactly what they thought that there was going to happen they took somebody after her ricky smiley that has been over the years i want to say at least 15 20 years and then they put trick and train on her because of p- a popularity type of thing thinking like hey just going to raid people in but in reality the numbers had dropped dramatically so it kind of just shows people like hey say y'all Please stay in your life. Stop always trying to do stuff that you think that, you know, other people uh it's easier. I think people look at the situation and be like, oh, all I got to do is sit down. All I got to do is sit down and, you know, and just talk about stuff and do this and do that. That's easy. I could do that. No, it's easy, but at the end of the day, if you don't have a personality, if you don't have the drive and stuff like that, it would never go uh the way you probably expected. That's the same way with me. I have to look at my situation the same way. It's because that I mean, just because... Uh, I have a certain type of personality and stuff like that, I still have to do stuff to kind of prepare when it comes down to my show. I might have to do research. I might have to know what I'm going to talk about. I might have to look deep into a situation and kind of find the uh, the underlying issue. And I don't care what you say. It's very hard to get onto a podcast or a radio station and actually sit up there and talk and you don't have feedback coming in just like that. So yeah, just uh, I just want people to know, keep that in mind when you're looking for your goals and career don't look at other people success and what they got going on and then you automatically feel like well i know i'll be good at that be mindful so uh let's get into it. jenny ma she is the lady that was on the reel. you know what scratched it i'm not even gonna talk about that issue uh and the reason i ain't gonna talk about it because I'm over here thinking, and I'm just like it ain't even at, it ain't even it a and deep uh, to even put on my hot topic. So excuse me. So let me just switch over to another subject. Ashanti will be re-recording 2002 self-titled uh, album. Now she owns her master. Let's see what she says.
1: Get the masters to the album, Ashanti, that started it all. And I want to point out to our audience who's here and at home, Taylor Swift was in the news last year about getting her masters. r star Anita Baker has been very vocal about the battles to get hers. In March, the great Anita Baker said that she has outlived all of her contracts and by law her masters were to be returned. But tweeted, unfortunately, they're going to make me fight for it. You get your masters to this album. What does that mean? to own your music that you've written. You know, it is again it's so surreal. Um I have an amazing legal team and I got my first record deal when I was 14 years old. Mm. So understanding and seeing how things have changed so much from then to now and conceptually understanding what you're signing is so imperative and so important nowadays. Um the fact that I'll be able to re-record my first album and put everything together wait that's the big announcement i was going to build up get the masters i was going to build up to that ashanti is re-recording i love how you just dropped that she's re-recording the album now as an independent artist yesterday's price is not today's price i
0: was going to build up to that okay so let me hear it up <laughs> so ashanti is re-releasing her uh her first album she got all the masters to it so therefore she's she'll basically be making a profit what people fail to realize ashanti has wrote a lot of her songs a lot of her hit records not only her hit records she also have did like background vocals and vocals for j-lo and different type of artists and made hit songs for them too so uh she was basically letting people know, like, be mindful. Or when you step into a certain type of industry or career, to check out your stuff. Don't be so eager to like basically sign information and sign. You'll be then sign your life away. Now, remind you, Shunti probably came out with I want to say three albums, and on top of those three albums, they all have been successful. Like some of them have literally been back-to-back hit she has been on the top 100 billboard chart. she have got multiple awards and think about it all that she have not even been able to collect money from and that's the reason why it's such a big deal for her to own her masters but i mean i hate to say it but a lot of people are like well i ain't gonna rebuy the album from back in 2008 but uh at least she know from going forward that whatever money that is coming in when it comes down to people playing their song or using her songs, she can actually make money for it. So best of luck to her, you know, to Ashanti and stuff like that. But that's also something that I wanted to let people know. Like, be mindful of you know your status in life. You might be down on your luck, down to five dollars in a bank, and you know, somebody cover you and be like, Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll uh sign this deal or sign this, 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 and that, and uh, I can get you this, this and that by tomorrow. I can get you black about this but uh don't be so desperate when it come down to your dreams and you know your goals and stuff like that passion is the key i'm not trying to say that you know a lot of these artists but you got to understand a lot of these like they just said per say anita baker you know i She said she outlived, you know, a lot of her contracts and stuff like that. That is crazy to know that this lady, like, for example, Anita Baker has hits that people can play to this day. And therefore, she is not making no money off of them, And she is still fighting for her masters. Just to sit up here and say that her work did not go into vain. So be mindful that when you're signing these contracts or looking over this type of stuff or whatever, be mindful that, hey, what if this So what if this uh, invention or this idea is so far that is beyond my beliefs? You see what I'm saying? Like, you have to think and know that and confident to know that you the you the shit. You know what I'm saying? So, please don't underestimate yourself when it comes down to business. Business before pleasure. And that goes for any type of thing that you put your mind to. Like, I always think of the business, they're black and white. You know what I'm saying? Before you sit over here and sign something, you'll be inside of a whole gold mine because you're in a rush to hurry up and get out there. So, uh, yeah, definitely I want you guys to take heed of that. What would you would have did in a situation on any of these topics and stuff like that, please like, share, comment. Thank you guys for tuning in. Much love. Mwah. What's going on, everyone? I'm so happy you decided to join me on this journey called Podcast Life. We will be discussing topics like celebrity gossip, life lesson, politics, and etc. This is a judge-free zone. Think of me as that homegirl that is so down to earth that you feel like you've been knowing for years. Remember, over here at the Boomerang Effect, the motto is never judge a book by its cover. Before opening it up and reading it. And remember it's okay to agree to disagree. Just stand on what you're saying. Got it period. Please like, comment, share, give feedback. Anything to help this podcast grow. Because it is a voice for the people. So love, peace and unity.